0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. One, two, one, two, three. The rewrap. wrap oh, good g'day there, and welcome to The rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a silly package. I am Glenn Hart, and today, what the Reserve Bank said yesterday, what Mike said about it today... Uh, Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey and Joe Biden Uh, what what are they up to if anything and uh, how much for a Super Bowl ticket this year Uh, speaking of uh, uh, the 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 Kelsey Swift connection but before any of that uh, James Shaw no longer connected to politics um
1: well, there you go. Well, yeah, I've never really been able to work James Shaw out uh, as I think about it. I mean, as he quit yesterday, that leadership, which made perfect sense, of course, if you think about it, he he's sort of waxed lyrical as he has over the years about the Green Party and its achievements and its place in the political landscape, which makes to me no sense because they're a mess and no longer remotely green, and he stands out like basically the dog's proverbials as the one remaining environmentalist there. Of course, you wouldn't expect him to bag them on his way out, but he speaks with such a clarity and such conviction about them, he's either a sensational performer or he actually believes it. He, he must know, surely, he was the last one standing. The rest are just rabid extremists these days, and therefore the future of the Greens is anything but assured, I would have thought. And without his ballast and experience, they open themselves to the ever-increasing reality of heading off down a track of performance art complete with pro-Palestinian flags and scarves. See, Rod Donald, if you want to go back, Rod Donald and Jeanette Simons. They were at least green. But Yasu Bradfords came along, muddied the waters with their social engineering bent, which then led to Yamarama-Davidson years where, you know, chat about snails, national park walkways gave way to cis-white males and anti-establishment fury. Before Golras caught the attention of the retail community, she too added to the Davidson view of the world, not a lot of climate change there, an awful lot of protest and left-leaning angst. I suppose Julianne Genta, has green credentials with her, you know, Get Wellington Moving vision and her Road to Zero campaign, both of which, you will note, are the most abject of abject failures. But at least they had a tinge of the environment about them. A lot of us, when it came to James, sort of felt bad for him, really. I mean, what on earth was he still doing there? They tried to uh, oust him as leader, for goodness sake. He took no part in any of their madcap protest marching for causes that had nothing to do with being green. He was nowhere to be seen at those. He looked like a fish out of water, basically, and yet still he stayed for nine long years, until now. I always had the impression he could have done so much more if only he hadn't been hanging around with the crazies. A decent bloke, with his heart and intentions in the right place, just hijacked or held captive by people around him he thought were his mates. Next stop, surely. The full-blown freedom of the outside world. I mean, run, James, run. There is a big, bright world out there, and you can do a lot of good in it.
0: Imagine if he'd just got like a... You know, I just went and worked at Rebel Sport or something. And just once, you want I want that to happen, like
1: just somebody to get a normal job.
0: The rewrap. Anyway, uh, if anybody can explain how the Green Party ended up this way, Mike Hoskin can.
1: Doing the rounds, and I remember the magazine at the time, doing the rounds on social media yesterday, was a photo of an old North and South magazine. Uh, They were on the cover of the Greens. Uh, The New Greens, this was 2017, so in other words, six years ago, gives you an indication as to how much the Greens have changed in that time and how they've sort of semi-imploded. The New Greens, is the once loony left ready to rule... And should we be afraid? And in the photo are six Greens or potential Green MPs, all dressed to the nines, sort of evening wear. And in the front, you've got uh, Ms. Golras Garaman, now gone. On the left hand side, you've got Materia Ture, now gone. On the right hand side, you've got Ms. Haley Holt, who never became an MP, of course, was standing as an MP but wasn't successful, so gone. Uh, James Hunt, who you'll go who, he was a wire Rapper, not an MP, a wire Rapper candidate, uh, 14th or 15th on the list, something like that, didn't get in, He's so he's nowhere to be seen. And at the top right is a bloke called James Shaw, who is now gone. The only person left of the six is a woman in the middle called Chloe Swarbrick. So in six short years, that's the sort of turnover you've had. Please ask James Shaw, Mike, why in the last 30 years New Zealand's beaches and waterways have become more and more filthy and unswimmable. I feel New Zealand's become less green since we got a Green Party, I would love to see James start a new truly Green Party. Well, you just said the answer he's not going to, but you might, I, I take your point. Mike, did I hear correct in the news, and a lot of you seem surprised by this, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's, it's not like it hasn't been widely talked about, Rick. Uh, did I hear correct in the news that the leader of the Greens Party must be a woman or a Maori? This is the Green Party, not the Maori Party. No wonder people can't take the party seriously. I've argued this for years. If we had a genuine, go to Germany and look, if we had a genuine Green Party they would have done so much more and been so much more successful and this country environmentally um, Environmentally, would have been so much better off. But it's not.
0: So, yeah, situation vacant, basically. Uh, political party required. Please to save our environment. Apply here. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go,
1: we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, a... but I feel better <laughs> talking about it.
0: The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The rewrap. Now, who's going to save the economy? Uh, can the Reserve Bank do it? Uh, Mike doesn't think so based on what they said yesterday.
1: Tell you what, I tend to agree with the Reserve Bank in their speech yesterday and we'll cover this off a couple of times this morning but the speech yesterday that suggested we have a way to go until we see interest rate cuts. Now the irony of that is they are right now in saying that only because they were wrong before and to be fair most central banks have been wrong of course they didn't have a clue how to deal with Covid other than to throw astonishing amounts of money at it and hope for the best to mop it all up later. Well the later is now and for our specific story it's proving particularly ugly. Unlike places like America, which seem to be handling the soft landing nicely and the prospect of interest rate cuts is real, we are still some way off. Or the case of, say, Singapore, who are a very similar sized country to us in terms of population as well and are predicting yet more growth this year. We sadly don't appear to be in the same category. Now, on a per head of population basis, our central bank pumped the second highest amount of money in behind only the Americans. I did say a couple of years ago that those who fire hose the most would pay the biggest price. Now, as it turns out, I think I was probably wrong in America. It might just be that they're big enough domestically to be resilient. But I was right about, the, um, about us and Britain, who are the other major culprits, and continue like us to pay a very high economic price. And why the RB are right now is because there is no hiding from our inflation rate. Like so many things in life, it's remarkable how easy it is to get used to something, isn't it? I mean, we thought the figure out last week, 4.7% was good. Not because it was good. It isn't good but because it's a bit better than what it has been. And what it's been was so bad, we got punch drunk over it. We couldn't believe how bad it was, but we got used to it. What we still seem to forget is the non-tradable figure is 5.9%. The bank pointed out yesterday higher than what they thought. The non-tradable stuff, that's the stuff that we are responsible for. And as the bank also pointed out, the private demand component, that's you and me, has been revised up. In other words, there are enough of us with money still spending and therefore still paying the error of inflated prices and therefore stoking inflation. Because we have a multi-tiered economy, we have some people screaming, of course they're screaming, you've got a mortgage, you got debt, you're screaming. And then some people are saying, oh, cost of living crisis, what cost of living crisis? And clearly, the latter group hasn't felt enough pain yet and may never. So we find ourselves in a recession with inflation that is stuck, That is the worst of scenarios. So, yeah, just more doom and gloom, courtesy of, of Mike,
0: pretty much where he left off last year. Uh, don't start thinking that things are getting better, because they aren't, OK? want to make that quite clear. Stop. Stop. No, no, stop being so optimistic. The Rewrap. Now, of course, uh, Mike Hosking has famously got his finger on the pulse of social media, uh, and he noticed this rumour uh, floating around yesterday.
1: Neither will Travis, Kelsey, and... Taylor Swift be campaigning for Joe Biden. That's the other one that's on social media at the moment. Travis apparently took some money to promote the vaccine, so that immediately makes him the devil. And Taylor is the best friend of Joe Biden, so that makes her the devil esh or devil, whatever the she-devil is. The she-devil. So the two of them, uh, he's going to win the Super Bowl. She's got eras. So they're then going to campaign for most of 2024 to get Biden re-elected. That's what you're reading on social media at the moment. That's how mad it all is.
0: Well, interesting if it isn't true, because Fox News went pretty big with it yesterday. Uh, They they were even calculating uh, how many uh, supporters uh, the Swift-Kelsey combination could bring in for Biden. So anyway, uh, as as Mike's suggesting, Fox News doesn't know what it's talking about. The rewrap And uh, the influence of... uh, uh, of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey extends right into the uh, Super Bowl itself, of
1: course. Uh, here's how much, uh, dollars and cents wise. Super Bowl, which is coming up uh, this Monday week. Uh, we've got Kansas playing San Francisco. Tickets most expensive ever, if you can get them. You can always get them because they're on the secondary market, but the average the average price now, which is 70% more expensive than last year's game, is at average, is at 15 thousand nine hundred and seventy three dollars the cheapest ticket you'll be able to get your hands on which is the get in price that's just the you know the mosh pit stuff thirteen thousand three hundred and forty five and part of the reason there's a lesson in this part of the reason is because the super Bowl's in vegas and so vegas is more than just a football game so you're not just going to the football game you're going to vegas you're going to drink beer see strippers gamble and then go to the super bowl so it's a whole week's worth of activity and so of
0: course, uh, you're not just seeing the Super Bowl, you also have the chance that you might see Taylor Swift as well. i see Taylor Swift. So, you know, you're basically getting a Taylor Swift ticket as well as a Super Bowl ticket. You know, that's cheap. It's a bargain. I'm just trying to calculate um, how much I would pay to make Taylor Swift go away. Uh, I probably can't afford it, but... I would really like it to happen. Uh, you don't have to pay me anything to go away. Uh, that's happening right now. But I will come back again tomorrow. I'll see you then. The
1: Rewrap. The Rewrap.
0: For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online. And keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.